This is a HeadGum Podcast. Uh, ancient Chinese secret. <laughs> it's hard um, not to talk about lost stuff on here. <laughs> that's that's how I warm up before a show. I just say that over and over again. <laughs> it works all like the mouth muscles. Ancient Chinese secret. You know, now I think, I'm ready. You know, what I think the most pleasant word to say is lesbian. It's like all soft sounds. Try lesbian. saying it. Say it with a nice exhale. Yeah. You can say it with a good femininity. Femin does, is that a word? Does it doesn't matter. It's just relaxing to say the sounds. Lesbian. Can it become a thing? Like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm gonna go lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take a nice cool bath in lesbian. It that came to me because uh it occurred to me at some point that like words are just sounds and it's like the context obviously but like when we're talking nice about women it's all soft sounds like woman girl lesbian but when it's like people who are real angry about women it's like bitch hooker (laughs) slut (laughs) like that's definitely different um so this is talking banter guys the official after show of Dynamic Banter, the podcast. Uh, we're talking about episode 16, Sex McFarmland Presents Escape Room Wedding. <laughs> Which is this the first title that was not saying said in its entirety on the podcast? Hmm. Interesting. Right? Mm, your guess is as good as mine. I feel pretty confident about it. Um, <laughs> so I'm... S- <laughs> First of all, hey, welcome back. Oh, yeah. You were missed. I'd say good to be back, but... You were sorely missed. Uh, I don't think I was at all. <laughs> no, I heard it. I think it's better. How was... <laughs> <laughs> That's not what the public says. Well, actually... The numbers are in. Hang on. You can cut this out if you want. Okay. Two ideas from listening to the last podcast. Okay. <laughs> There's no chance I'm going to cut it out. Three ideas. Okay. I didn't write one down. You but took I'll notes? It. it just occurred to me, you so I wrote it down. You took notes on talking banter? <laughs> you need to that post never your notes to the Reddit. Well, because I, I don't normally listen to the show because I don't like hearing me. No, I'm the worst. I can't listen to me. Yeah, but like, I do cr- listen to first time show, though. Um, I've listened to a couple of really good ones. Um, Steve was right. The last one was the was really bad. Was it? It's so bad. Damn it! There's one part at the end where Steve, uh, like did did the old switcheroo soundboard gag. With he said he slowed down the Hurley bird, and I got real excited to hear it. And then he just played thirty two iPhones, <laughs> and that made me laugh so hard when we recorded it that I left thinking, man, this was a really good episode. But it was just that one bit? It was just that one moment, like, left a really <laughs> positive opinion, and then listening back, it's it's brutal. We did our I have best. a buddy, I have a, my buddy Hector is an enormous Lost fan. 
So much so that I started talking to him about my theory on Scott and Steve and that Steve killed Scott. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what, Brett? I'm glad you're having a good time and uh, I'm glad you're enjoying Lost, but loss is something I take very seriously. <laughs> and so he's like, if you're casually trying to uh, bring up, did Steve kill Scott to me right now? He's like, I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, but I want to have him on. I want to have him on uh, the first time show because he's such a huge fan and he hated se- he hates season two and he loves the rest of the show everyone knows and I feel like all you guys have been saying is season two is the best i think i think one's the best but one, right. one and two is i mean a pretty like good, after one one it's is a pretty, assumed to be the best yeah it's a well it's a good first season though but it's a it's a one-two punch for sure um we have to have Hector on because I think he would add, a, add, an, add an extra layer of uh, spice to the conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, but he season. was talking about listening to the show because he knows Steve, and I was just like, "Don't listen to this last one." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Listen to the one before it, or wait till the live show next week." <laughs> we had a lot to do. All right, we did our best. We, we I mean, listen, we get an uh, E for I, effort. <laughs> I was in a pizza coma. I felt awful <laughs> eating that pizza. I say don't cut this part out because if apparently, oh, apparently not. there are people listening to this show, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> but we do a lost podcast. Guys, if, you, if you like what you're hearing, but you were like, I wish I heard Steve more. We've got another show. The first time feels like the first time. Yep. Also on HeadGum. Yep, we watch. You can search my name and find that one, but not this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Episode, episode um, ideas for this show. Yes. I'm ready. Okay. This is uh, Owen's thoughts. Yeah, because you were mentioning want to have Sam on, which I thought was a good idea. Yes. <laughs> and I figured Sam would give us a little insight into Steve working with him and stuff, you know? And then I thought, well, oh, we don't yeah. we don't really know that much about Mike because we we've known Steve longer, so mm-hmm. why not after Sam have an episode where Elliot comes on? We really get like, what's Mike like? Mm-hmm. I just figured should we if, have a special? If, should we have like a big blowout special and have Zoya and Brian on the same show? Oh shit! I don't know about that, but I figured since we've got an after show and we've got time, mm-hmm. we should really get into the backstory of some of these characters, specifically the two main characters. I'm all for it. Yeah. So that's that's I'm an idea. I'm all for a little origin story. That's an idea. And also, based on the last one, I really, really want you to watch Jack and Jill and do an episode with Chris so you guys can finally <laughs> settle it. I think it's the only way to settle it at this point. Yeah. But it, it, it's it's been... It's very... It's gone through every emotion. I felt like Chris said something about it like it's been too long we can't do it and it's like no this is you can do it and this is the way but it's been like a joke and then I think for a while he was actually upset about it and now it's sort of become a joke again (laughs) but there was a time there where it was a little touch and go he was real mad about that hour and a half you made him waste (laughs) (laughs) but I think secretly he loves it like he loved that movie I think that's why he's so upset oh it just me- it means a lot to him. <laughs> uh huh. Anyway, yeah, I'm I'm all for doing that. 
So that, but then also, I love the idea of you and Chris having an Easy U podcast about ghost girlfriends. <laughs> I don't know. How, um, I don't know how far it could go, but if that's like if that's always the basis for the episode, and then it becomes like a discussion of the supernatural and the afterlife and stuff, like you can go off into bigger ideas. But if that's like the premise, you know, that's not bad. Yeah, so I was thinking about do me and Steve or me and uh, Chris McCaleb and Craig Frank had a podcast a long time ago, and right. I was thinking about bringing it back just to talk about ghost stories. Uh-huh. We've talked about it so much on here, mm-hmm. um, so I'm all I'm all for that. We could just do a podcast when a, when a new ghost girlfriend story pops up. That's the problem. There's only one so far. <laughs> <laughs> It could be a quarterly podcast. Yeah. It doesn't need to be every week. Um, but yeah, definitely gonna. We should definitely do the commentarium because Lord knows that my Steve and Mike are not ever gonna do it. Oh, oh, oh! If we just stole it, interesting. Like, put the yeah. pressure on. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you have two weeks. If there is not a commentarium episode, we're fucking taking it and doing it. We're doing one. <laughs> we just leave a ransom note. <laughs> you mean with the letters just all cut slip, out from magazines? Yeah, cut out of magazines, just slipping <laughs> under his door. <laughs> oh, Christ. So how was Fantastic Fest? You know, I thought about it. I think I'm going to... When you were there? Yeah. Or on the way home? Yeah. No, I had a great time, but I think I'll I'll let Steve say what he's going to say on Dynamic Banter and then... We, I can fill in the the gaps when when that's up. But don't you know this podcast is in the future? <clears throat> <laughs> Haven't you been listening? Didn't you listen to the last episode? There's more. Uh, yeah, so you're, we're in the future again in this episode. Are we? What does that mean? Yo, we'll get there. We've got we got a lot to dig into, and uh-huh. we haven't even started yet. That's true. We haven't broke ground on the episode. Yeah. Do you mean this um, is like? In the future, like tomorrow? Well, it will come out tomorrow. It So, Steve talked about your hot neighbor on the roof mm-hmm. in Dynamic Banter. Mm-hmm. And Jesse put a note that Steve is acting like this is new information, but everyone's known it for two weeks because of talking banter. Right. So yeah, 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 yeah. I got that. Out There's of the last... another one we're yeah, out ahead you on guys, here. You guys were talking about. Yeah, you, we are. And that's what made me think about it. But mm. uh, talking about ghost podcast, uh, I went to the Soden house. That's fucking right. You sent us pictures. Oh shit! Yeah, dude. So if you don't know what that is, it's a house in Hollywood that supposedly is where the guy lived that killed the Black Dahlia and a bunch of other people. Maybe and. Yeah, well, for the sake of this story, it's nice if he did. Um, <laughs> we went. It was my. It, was my, it looks like a pretty amazing place. Had her either birthday way. there. Mm-hmm. The thing is, it's so bizarre because that house is like every stereotype of a Hollywood party from the you know forties or fifties, where everybody's doing coke and everybody's fucking, and it's just chaos. <laughs> And drugs and sex and rock and roll. It is that. Like, I felt like I walked into that. 
But all like it was so. It's just, but like Art Deco, all in that yeah, style. Yeah, it just the whole house is built um, around what's now a big pool, but used to be like a garden. Mm-hmm. Um, but the house is one big circle, and all the rooms open up. Everything opens up to the middle, which is open air and whatever. That's cool. But uh, it has a basement, which is supposedly where he would like take the kids and beat them, and that's where he killed and uh bled out the dahlia and this and that so we went down to the basement and as soon as i walked in i my first thought was yeah he like totally they totally killed people here (laughs) not like a not like a spiritual feeling not like a ghost ran up on me or anything it was just like yes this is a weird it was a like square room with multiple doors like five six doors as a creepy murder room it was totally empty And so I went through one of the doors, and the next room was totally filled with mirrors, head to toe. Wait, and what? And it had a little, it had a little spot where they could have put a bed. It Hang was on. like clearly the fuck room. Hang on. Okay. Was there a tour guide, or you just do your own thing? No, just showing ourselves around. Okay. With the lights okay. on our iPhones. Okay. Okay. How did you end up so, here? You didn't do the backstory. You just started talking about the place. Why are I you I said it there? was our associate producer. Our associate producer had her birthday there. Her oh, birthday right, 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 right. She rented the house to have the party there. So there's no tour guide. It's just a party and you can just walk around? Right. She rented the house. And I guess, I don't know, maybe it's the not, guy who rented it like gave her a little heads up beforehand of where stuff is. It's like a private residence. It's not like uh yes. like renting like somebody a... owns it, but they don't live there. Mm. It's a historical landmark now because is it's it? so notorious. Is it yeah, a, is so it an I actual able... one like government recognized? I I think so. I was able to so for her it was her birthday, so I got her she's so into all this that I got her the blueprints of the house printed out from the LA County or whatever. And mm-hmm. had it framed for her birthday. I'm since giving it the- to her tomorrow. Oh, Hopefully. you did that since you went the other night. Right, yeah. That's how much you loved it. Well, that's how much she was into it. Oh, so I wanted okay. to get her something cool that sort of memorialized that event. But anyway, so we're down you in the fucking really, basement. Is this a really good friend? Because that's a really thoughtful gift. She's a good friend. She worked, She's worked on our show for a while now. And she got me a massage on my birthday, which was amazing. Yeah, but a massage is easy to get. Like you're you're putting forth effort here. Well, now you make me feel. Now I feel weird about the gift. <laughs> now I'm uncomfortable. You just did it without uh, even thinking about it, considering whether or not it was too thoughtful. You just like this is a good idea for a gift, and you went and did it. Yes, that's. I wanted to get that something. Shows what kind of person you are. Oh, good. Okay, I thought you were going to say something bad. Uh, but anyway, we're in the basement, we're in the mirror room, and then beyond the mirror room is a door, and we go through the door, and all it's the under the house, and all the exposed beams that are holding the house up, and then uh-huh. it's just dirt, and there's like a big wooden work table. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I don't know what in your head you envision a place where people are murdered looks like, but that's what it looks like to me. Now, hang so, on. Hang on. Okay, go ahead. Is this place, like, cleaned up because it's, like, a place for tourists? Or is it's that... It's not... 
Is that is there a possibility that's an actual like leftover work table from the murder days? I doubt it is. They renovated the house, and I'm sure they worked out of the basement because the basement is totally empty. It's completely 100%. Nothing is down there. Right. Um, except for foundation related. Why not? Why is there nothing down there? Like there's a big wine rack and stuff. I, I assumed it's because they worked out of there for the renovation, but the renovation was, I think, years ago. Yeah. But do you, anyway. Do you think while they were renovating the place, anyone was like, fuck, I'm going to murder someone here because it's the place, and they like did it at and like that, on that work table? You mean they did it as in because they were inspired by the place or because they were possessed like by the place like Amityville? No, they were just trying to like you know like respect your your they're just like if, if i'm gonna kill someone <laughs> I yeah i might as well kill them right here like, i think right they're like now, well, while i'm here them. like i respect that guy who murdered those people here i'm impressed by what you, he did you want to talk I'm gonna about pay respect by like murdering someone here in, in honor what a crazy way to hide a body is if they put it under the pool as they're building it right that's pretty good. You're never gonna find it. Unless, uh, well, long story, long, <coughs> wait, wait, long wait. story short. <laughs> I think you. I think if you put the body in the cement and it rots and whatever, then it like releases enough gases that it would like even if the it had been a while, the pool like if you filled up with water and shit, the bottom would still like crack and stuff. Because you're the body saying if would, you put the body in the concrete, yeah. I think it would still I was saying you just bury like, it underneath the concrete. Man, that's probably better, but I think it would there could there's a potential it could still get found that way. I think. Well, let's let's we're going to try it out and we'll let you guys know. <laughs> Can we just mythbusters do it with a big pig? <laughs> Is it disturbing that on that show they use pigs as human analogs? Um I haven't watched enough of it to form an opinion, but I like the idea that we would do this and not film it. <laughs> this would just be true scientific research. Mythbusters did a Breaking Bad episode, and they put a full fucking dead pig in a bathtub full of acid to see what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess. I, I guess the answer is. I don't think it bothers me as much as maybe it should. Yeah, right? No, it's not the part that they're like <laughs> fucking with dead pigs. That's fine. We eat them every day. But it disturbs me. Oh, you mean the comparison? It disturbs me to think that like we're not far at all from pigs and like consistency. Yeah, it's like you can and therefore you can potentially do that to a pig like being. and somehow it's okay, but you can't do that to like a monkey or people. Yeah, would, but I feel like people would be angry if you think about a pig. But isn't that the closer comparison? Yeah, but then I start to think about us as pigs. And I'm like, that's pretty accurate. Like for a while, I was <laughs> I was looking at everyone like rats because if you look from the tip okay. of someone's ear all the way down to the tip of their nose at the end of their face, it starts to look very like rodent like if you go that direction. Oh, I'm I'm there. I'm going there with you right now. Some people I feel might be some people are more rat-like than others. Maybe, like that move you just made. <laughs> that was pretty rat-like. Um, yeah. What I was gonna say is, 
I didn't. The place was supposedly haunted, and there was people there uh, claiming to to feel things. But uh, I I still don't believe in ghosts. Was the I, moral of the story? Even after your discussion with Chris, where he taught you to be open minded, you're still not. You know accepting that it. should be the podcast with me and Chris. Is we should go to really haunted places, and at the end of each podcast, we'll see if I believe in ghosts or not. Yeah. You know what bothers me about... Holy shit. Hold on. Did you hear that? Yes, I heard that. What was that? What the fuck was it? Here, give me a minute. What kind of sound was it? Sounded like a gunshot. Really? Like close by. Hang on one second. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What happened? Okay, I'm back. What the hell happened? Uh... Well, I forgot there's a huge production on our street right here on Ventura. There's like 10 big rig, 10 ton uh, grip trucks. Like a movie So it's movie. a big production. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that they're just firing off prop guns down there. Probably. <laughs> oh, man. It was, it was like really loud right outside my window. Like I, my first thought was, I think one of our neighbors just killed themselves <laughs> because that's what it sounded like, as if right across. Because I, the other apartment complex lines right up to ours. Yeah, and it oh, sounded yeah. like yeah, but <laughs> maybe I'll leave this in. If it was quiet for the last, I'll just cut. It'll be a jump cut. Uh-huh. There's a lot of drama in that. <laughs> Doesn't happen every day. Nope. Uh, you want to get into this episode? We need to real bad. <laughs> All right. So I'm 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 on top of things this week. I took uh, Jesse's notes and I I trimmed them down because there was five pages of notes. Right. So I trimmed down to the good stuff and I already pulled tweets. Oh, perfect. Okay. Respect the here format. Here we go. Respect the format. Hold on. Someone might be coming in here. I need to get his pajamas. We got to get pajamas. Man, I was... She's, when I went into Jamie this, says pajamas, was, you say pajamas. Well, we both say pajamas occasionally because it's from Love Actually. Pajamas? She goes, we... And we don't even have pajamas. Yeah, but she naturally says pajamas. What? She says pajamas, you say pajamas. She said pajamas earlier, though. Right now, she said pajamas. Hey, did you think that uh, this had ended? (laughs) I have to negotiate. Because it hasn't. I have to negotiate with him in order to get it off and change his diaper and put his pajamas on. I have to negotiate. Pajamas. We're going to put it back on, right? No, no, no. What's up? Daddy's got to work. He's working with Owen. Say good luck. Bye. Love you, Mace. We'll go night. Yeah, come on, we're going. Okay. They're gonna go tonight. Man, when you're a kid, you hate going to bed. When you're an adult, when it's finally the end of the day, like, oh, I can finally go to bed. Bed is my favorite part of every day. Uh-huh. <laughs> Honestly, it's- that that moment where. I acknowledge, okay, I'm all finished. Yep. And start walking towards the bedroom. It's so relaxing. It's the best. 
I w- how do you find that feeling? How do you find that feeling earlier in the day, though? How do you switch that on if you're not actually in that moment? It's hard. I started taking B12. Oh, yeah, that helps. Have you ever had a 5-HTP? No. It's like a supplement for not getting enough of that in your diet, but it's the chemical your brain uses to rebuild serotonin when you're sleeping. So, oh, like, man. if you have, like, one or two of those a day, like, you end up, after, like, a, a few days, you're really sleeping a lot better. Oh, I sleep real good. Oh, well, never mind then. Fuck off. Oh, I sleep, like, the dead. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's like getting the opportunity to do that. Ah, uh, shit. All right, there you are. All right, let's get into it. First, uh, Mike complains about peaking the audio on purpose. Steve counters that a loud podcast is better than a quiet podcast, which he says Owen agrees with. Yeah, I hate when I... You want to got... comment on that? I hate when I have my headphones turned all the way up on, and I'm listening to my phone while I'm walking through the city or something. Mm-hmm. And it, my my headphones are all the way up, and I can't hear the podcast. That is annoying. When I do this podcast, I always it always sounds fine to me, but when I upload it to Spreaker, it has very low uh, waveform. So I put it through Levelator, and then it has a high waveform, but it sounds like the same volume to me. Interesting. Do you think Spreaker's compressing it or something? I don't know. Me either. I think that it's just like you know a how different. You know how we do movie sound. stuff and like yeah video stuff and make <laughs> we know music. all about that. Yeah, we know all about uh-huh. all that stuff. But sound is the hardest one. It's so I don't know. I don't know dick about sound. It's because it's like you can't see people it. should be thrilled at sound. This sounds as good as it does, right? You can't. We're see, doing it over Skype. Yeah. It's like two different microphones yeah but you can't see sound so it's like really difficult to like visualize and like un- like there's the waveform but that you don't you can't think about that in like the moment i don't think i don't know i don't know how people do it i have a really good post audio guy and i always give him the most garbage audio and just hope that it's legible after he's done and it always comes back crystal fucking clear it's crazy he takes it into pro tools and he does some sort of like satanic magic yeah and he makes all the noise go away yeah it's crazy and that's why i i know nothing i don't know anything about sound yeah it's so hard it's the hardest thing because like you can have a bad picture and mm-hmm. it's, and people can go along with it but if your sound is cutting in and out in really bad ways it's like uh, subconsciously your brain immediately shuts it down like if you have like a student film that you paid money to right. make it look really good but your sound sucks it doesn't matter how good it looks people will tune it out immediately it's got to be like that continuous flowing thing you know it's crazy that's a good lesson for you kids that are making short films oh yeah you know you gotta think about it sometimes it sucks and that's why you pay the guys the big bucks because they I know. there's a few that do it right and it's why they're always so cranky. Yeah, because everyone's because constantly... nobody cares about them. They're they're always the last thought. Yeah, but if there's yeah. no sound recorded, you know. Next up, Mike wonders if there's a superhero named Max Capacity. I looked it up. There isn't. Oh well, trademark. Just wanted to clarify that. So if anyone wants to make a Max Capacity superhero, he's all free game. He's all ours. Yeah, <laughs> we own him. 
Oh yeah, I guess can no, we all claim of this us. podcast as a copyright? I don't know, but I always like like on uh, Cloverfields, we did the John Goodman's Face album. Do you know about that? <laughs> no, I haven't got that far yet. Yeah. I haven't finished Cloverfields yet. Yeah, he, uh, because they said they were talking about John Goodman's youthful face a lot, and they said that would be a good name for a band, John Goodman's Face. And so I said, okay, everyone out there who does music stuff, write a song. And everyone sent in songs, and collectively we made the John Goodman's Face album in like a weekend. That's incredible. Right? So I like that, gonna, I like yeah, that group effort I need to feeling. go listen to it. Cloverfields I'm still working through because I'm trying to track down pieces of the ARG. Oh, you're actually going along with it? I just... I'm trying to find a lot of it because it's very interesting to me right now. I was like some of our lost listeners. Uh, I wasn't following the ARG. I was just going along with the podcast. So whatever they said was happening was my, my image of it. But that, that show was a lot more about describing what was happening. So I think it was good. Right. <sighs> I don't know. Well, I'm too clearly, afraid to look up anything on Lost. Clearly, I won't the clover feels lost into a Google's into a Google search can't, right now. You can't do it. I'm afraid. But I know. Clearly, the Cloverfields podcast was a success, is what I'm saying. In case anyone didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> you should find random people on the street and ask them if they've listened to the Cloverfields podcast. Not a chance. No, it's it's very popular. <laughs> uh, next up, Mike says it's not easy to explain what the podcast is to his parents. Steve said his mom has been listening to the podcast. This brings the question: Does Steve's mom know about talk and banter and listen to it? I don't think there's there's no good way to find out. I doubt. I if, doubt it. If you're listening, Miss Zaragoza. Oh, hey. well, we're welcome. Have you ever met her? No. Oh, she's. Am I missing out? No, I she's. I she's wonderful. Anyone who could have birthed that boy. Yeah. Someday, maybe with that question. If you're listening, Miss Zaragoza, please, please tweet us at Talking Banter uh, with no G. <laughs> it's newfangled spelling. What if she just wants to email? She probably. Us? She probably has proper spelling. If you want to email us, it's uh, talkinbanter at gmail. Again, no G in the talkin. What if she but just wants to find a website where she can message mail? us? What about a oh, website? Ta- if if there was a website, it would be talkinbanter.com, no G. And does that... That does lead to it, but I, isn't that a link to the talkin banter section of the Dynamic Banter website? Seems that way. Yeah. Seems that way. None of us did. So none of us did all that. All of those are options. Did we talk about that? We haven't yet. Jesse Stillwell made the website. We talked about the website, but we didn't know who had made it at the time. But it's been confirmed. Yeah. And he did a podcast about. He was worried that we would think he's a stalker because he's doing all this. And he, just to put it out there on the podcast officially, uh, we don't think you're a stalker. This is all great. We would have never made a website. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So, it's amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, 
Next up, Steve wonders which podcasts his mom has been listening to, which begs the question, which episode of Dynamic Banter would be the worst one to listen to as Steve's mom? Hmm. I, you know, I don't think... It's, I think it's all... It's all acceptable? I think... He has nothing I left. Can, nothing to, sticks out to me. No, I nothing th- sticks out to me as like offensive on that level. Oh no, but I I also don't think there's anything left in that bag. I think she's heard it all. Oh, <laughs> in the 34 years he's been a boy, <laughs> listening to dynamic banter is just like reruns. I don't her. think that there is anything in the world he could say that she hasn't heard from him. <laughs> That, I think that answers the question. Yeah, and mostly probably up until the age of about 20. <laughs> uh, we don't even need Sam on. We're getting the Steve backstory right now. <laughs> uh, next up, Steve said he's got several things on his mind that he wants to talk about, but says he can't talk about any of them which continues the time-honored tradition of Steve promising amazing stories and then not paying them off. <laughs> I mean, that's the, I, that's the danger of a tangent podcast, but I don't think you can, like... I don't think there's a way around that. You gotta, if you, it's going to happen naturally, you know? Uh, that's every, every time I've seen Kevin Smith talk. Yeah. It's one question. Yeah. Accounts for the entire show. Uh, so next, this is the next note. This is where we go into the future again. Uh, this podcast. Mike guesses. All podcasts cost. go into the future. What are you talking about? <laughs> Unless Mike they're live. That the, Do they have live podcasts? Let me get it out. Let me get it out. Mike guesses that the ET cost $500, which is close to the actual cost of $400, as we learned on the last Talking Banter with Dynamic Banter historian Chris McCaleb. Um. We should probably. I don't. So the 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 risk with the fact that Mike and Steve don't know about this after show is we are not syncing up our releases very well, <laughs> and they snuck a dynamic banter out on me on Thursday. Oh, and so at the after show came. We're gonna have to do. We're gonna have two after shows in a row now. Really? After two episodes of dynamic banter. Yeah, this one will go up. Tomorrow, I leave town for the, the only thing. time in the whole fucking year. <laughs> well, that's and everything goes to shit. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> don't don't ever leave again, including uh, the last up, lost podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no. <coughs> I could spend this whole time just talking about that lost podcast. <laughs> no, and we can't talk about it on the next one. No, no more talking no. about the show on this show. God damn it. We have a show to talk about. <laughs> we can only we can only after show one show at a time. Uh next up Mike says that he Both might of our shows are about talking about shows. <laughs> we know listen, listen, listen. We know what we do best. That's not good. Got I know. One lane. I know that it says that's what we do best, but that makes me sad. <laughs> that's my best. I should really give up on the rest. You're. You can live sad. You know. It's okay. I already do. 
Uh, Mike says that he might be doing a cartoon voice, but doesn't go into specifics. Steve wonders if it's with Sex McFarland. <laughs> yeah. In Jesse's notes, there's also no mention of the full title together. Oh. You think you're pretty special for catching that. I feel like I'm in Lost Brain. I Because we did two episodes back-to-back, what people don't understand, talking about Lost and talking about First Time Show, what people don't understand is I've watched two parts to a three-part episode and then had to wait two weeks before watching the third part. Yep. So I've been questioning everything in my day-to-day life. Well, you should also be bummed out, too, because our original plan was to watch the last episode and the... First episode of season two back to back, right? And now we're not Which doing. We're not that. doing now. We're doing yeah. a live show, but we'll get into that because there's. Man, a I'm so about bummed it. for you because if I'd gotten to see the beginning of season two, right after I watched the finale of season one, I would have flipped my shit. So you're bummed out for me? Yeah, I was really like excited to experience that through you of not having to wait because I had to wait. But why are you bummed out for me? Because that would have been an awesome experience, but now you have to wait. To make me wait? Yeah. Okay. We're on the wrong podcast. This is the wrong podcast. <laughs> uh, next, Mike asked if Steve brought... Oh, 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 So, they go into the ELO conversation and try to call Delman. Uh-huh. I'm starting to question, talking about first-time show... I'm starting to question if Steve will ever call someone on the podcast and they'll pick up. Because <laughs> Maude didn't pick up on first time show either. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. I was going to ask you. But anyway, they were talking about the ELO show and about Delman having the box seats. But Chris McCaleb also talked on this show about having a box seat hookup at the Hollywood Bowl. Right. Are we the only ones who don't have box seat hookups? <laughs> is my question. <laughs> no, but because like I don't like to meet new people, so I wouldn't be surprised. I'm just wondering. Yeah, no, but that's why I've always wanted to get a T-shirt that has just a big plus one written on it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Should we sell? Uh, should we sell that shirt on uh, DFTBA.com? I don't know. There seems to be a lot of discussion about it. Steve keeps bringing that up, but I don't know if he's talked to them about doing it. No, there. I think he's only talked about it on the podcast. Like, there's been no mention of it while the recording is not happening. Mike Falzone posted a uh, title treatment for Peter Panic and Skywalker. Oh, yeah. I was hoping that was the precursor to the shirt announcement. An announcement. Anyway, if we do it, I need my plus one shirt, just because I want one finally. That's all. I love it. Like, I love that. I would wear a plus one shirt. But I only Just like wear... I'd wear a sad cop, sad cop shirt. Yeah, but I only wear V-necks. You can't do, like, a graphic on a V-neck. That doesn't work. Well, you can, but it's a it's the pocket graphic. It's still not good. V-neck is all about, like, casual comfort. And if there's, like, graphics, you're trying too hard. Let me uh, let me mock something up. I'll mock something up. I'll send it over to you. I don't I don't know about it's this. It's good. We'll put it on the Twitter and see if people are into it. <laughs> it's a pocket graphic. There's no pocket there. So what like a 
You'll like see. An, I'm gonna mock it up. I'll mock it up and I'll send it to you. Like a like an initials or something. No, it would be like a whole small gentleman logo or sad cop, sad cop. Sir checks his watch. Peter Panic and Skywalker. Respect the more? format. We'll respect the format. It's first time show. Oh, are we doing first time show stuff? I don't. One that says good morning. Yeah, plus one. That's from this show for me. But it would be a pocket graphic that has a plus one. I have a really cool Benjamin Franklin time traveler hoodie from a, a graphic somebody made. Send me a picture of it. It's two of a that kind. That way I know I know where your barometer is. It's two or three of a kind. Really? Yeah, because we all got to pick a hoodie. With like whatever we wanted on it for Christmas a couple of years ago at the office. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Do you feel like you scored that you got the best one? It's pretty good. I wish it was a zipper hoodie though. I, I like those better. I don't like things that choke me. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> Including stranglers. I, be- I When you say it, I believe it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have got there on my own. <laughs> what happened next on the fabulous well, dynamic Steve banter calls podcast? Delman but gets his voicemail. We covered that. But then Mike says they'll try to call him next week amid the fact that there is no evidence in dynamic banter history that Steve and Mike respect any form of continuity or purpose fulfillment or promise fulfillment. Right. It's kind of a <laughs> is it's like a part of the show now. It is, yeah. It's like me without a microphone. It's like no matter what happens at the end of an episode of The Simpsons, you know everything will be back to normal by the next episode. Yeah, I like that. They should keep throwing out empty promises. It's really funny. <laughs> you don't have to do anything with that. Uh, then Steve asks Owen to join them. Mike welcomes Owen to the podcast. Owen answers with a stern no from his normal position outside the apartment in the trunk of a Pontiac Firebird. <laughs> uh-huh. I just really liked that. Accurate. Uh, Steve tells Owen he tried to call Delman and then says Owen will have to listen to the podcast to find out why. Oh, yeah. Did you? Nope. <laughs> Did you go back and listen? Uh-uh. <laughs> so you don't know why he wanted to call Delman? Uh, nope. So earlier when I was talking about the ELO show, did you know what I was talking about? I think. Because Delman has a a hookup at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. And Steve reached out and he told him yeah. that there would be no that he would get the tickets and then didn't. So Steve was calling him to call him out on it. Right. My one hope is that that there's some catharsis to that in the next episode. Like, Steve has since talked to Oh, oh, oh. I doubt it. I also doubt it. It's a hope. (laughs) Next up, Mike comes up with the revolutionary idea of forcing people to go through an escape room if they want to exit a club because they're (laughs) feeling faint or weary. (laughs) He doesn't mention it, but this is a potential fire hazard or the plot of the next installment of the Saw franchise. So then Mike goes on to say he wants to have his own fun fest where he rents a theater and tells everyone his special is premiering there. He's going to pack the place and then never come on stage. Eventually, they're going to start leaving and discover that it was all a clever ruse designed to trick them into going into an escape room. Uh, 
That's so fucked. Especially after they've probably waited like two hours or so to like really. Now like- here's here's what I thought at the time. Does he have to not do the special? Can't we premiere the special he's gonna do in you guys' living room at the theater? <laughs> No, it's just. And then when everybody leaves, they all have to work together to get out of the escape room. It's also extra. There's multiple exits. It's like four escape rooms. (laughs) I just think it's funnier if you've sat through an hour of stand up. Maybe. And then try to get out. No, I only. I think the. It's funnier if they're miserable. And I had when we saw Louis at the Palladium. Uh huh. I had a version of this just in the parking lot of the, trying to get out of the parking lot at the Palladium was like an escape room. <laughs> it was thousands of cars trying to get to one singular exit that had one lane. No. It was my version of hell. <laughs> no, Everybody was trying to get in different lines, but we were all going to the same place. It was... It was so. It was the maybe, maybe the maybe top five worst nights of my life. Jesus Christ! And before that happened, I saw Louis C.K. perform "Life," so <laughs> saying something so about the parking. Did lot. it bum you out, or was that enough like positive, like goodness to get you through? I don't know. I'm to this day somewhat undecided. I think only time will tell which is more important to me. Yeah. Like the first time I went to the Hollywood Bowl, like so many years ago, and I parked there because I didn't know about it. It's, it's I'm told it's a mistake. You can't do it. They park all the cars in rows, and you have to wait until everyone in front of you is gone. But at least there's a system. There was no system. no. But this is like there was. This is like each row is like a hundred cars long, and there's like was there eight or nine rows. Was there somebody next to there guiding you? Is there somebody guiding the path? Not really, but the the problem is until everyone comes out of the bowl to leave who's in front of you, you can't go anywhere. So even if you get to your car right after the end of the show, you could be stuck there for an hour, an hour and a half. Never, I'm never going to leave my house again for fear <laughs> of, of ending up parking there by accident. <laughs> uh, next up, when Mike was doing pictures and video for weddings, every member of the wedding party would tell him to never have a big wedding. Steve says that everyone with kids tells him never to have kids. Owen says people tell him to never get married as a joke, but it's not a joke. <laughs> um, I the, the person telling Steve not to have kids is me. <laughs> a little behind-the-scenes info. That's the thing. Not because I... You're, it's not because I don't love my son, but because, you know... No, you're like your delivery and everything is perfect, but you're not the only one. but also never have a big wedding yeah it's even jamie really wanted to have like a traditional wedding and we did Uh and she tells everyone never have a big wedding she's the number one proponent of not having a big wedding what does she wish you'd done just gone in one sentence or less oh you said it gone to vegas (laughs) yeah yeah that's it she yeah. wishes we had just gone to Vegas, got married, because we ended up getting married on the East Coast, which mm-hmm. is where she's from, in a hurricane. A hurricane hit the day we got married, so <laughs> several members of my family couldn't make it there. And then we ended up having a, a whole nother reception in L.A. 
Oh, Jesus. So we could have gone to Vegas mm-hmm. and just totally wanted to fly out to Vegas yeah. and got married by Elvis uh-huh. and Priscilla <laughs> and still had the same fucking reception in L.A. Yeah. Uh, Steve, the next note is Steve thinks a church wedding is pointless. It just It's just a show for family. You won't get tax breaks unless you get married. Um, I'm married and have a kid. I haven't. There's no, no noticeable tax break. For really? Me. What about your? Do you, yeah. Do you have like? Does that make you two dependents? Yeah, and I get. What I guess my point is the expense of being, of being responsible for two people is much higher than the tax break. So never get married for the tax breaks. Interesting. This is a lesson. This is a lesson on the podcast. Good to know. Uh, but that brings me to my favorite note, and that Steve suggests the genius idea of an escape room wedding. <laughs> Which, if you're going to spend the money, do that. Yeah. Have you ever done an escape room? Nope. I would, I, I'd see, like I to, I haven't though. either. Yeah. I didn't know... I didn't. It's, they, the way they talked about it, it seems readily available. I thought this was a very rare thing. Well, spoiler alert. Okay. We were super stoked to do the Satanic Panic escape room at Fantastic Fest with the shackles. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, well, that's isn't what this, is that? Isn't this where all this escape room talk started? No. I thought they recorded it before they went to. Yeah, but we knew about it. I thought that was how it came oh, up. Maybe. I don't remember. Uh, it didn't. I don't. I don't believe it had a proper point of origin in the podcast. I think it just came up. Interesting. Maybe we were talking about it before. Whatever. It, uh, it. It was book solid the whole time we were there. Couldn't get in. You couldn't get in. Nope. And plus, you're like so busy with all the movies. Like it's tough. So that was a little bit of a bummer. I would have liked to do that. We were planning on it. Well, that sucks. I can't wait to hear about all the good stuff at Fantastic Fest. Yeah, it was really good. It, it, it was a dynamic banter. It was a good time. Uh, next up, we have an interesting first-time note. Uh, this is a question from Jesse in the notes. At hmm. minute 50, 35 seconds, Jesse question here as it relates to a long pause. Do do Mike and Steve add edit points and then ignore them as a stylistic choice for the comedy, or do they just forget that they added edit points and then forget to edit shit out? This seems to happen a lot. <laughs> what is your what is your take on that? It reminds me of like a musical like idea of like some of the most important notes are the ones you don't play. Interesting. That's a beautiful way to answer that question. The next note here is History Road. It's the story of another man who attempted to buy a full-sized naked E.T. statue but didn't have the funds. He didn't have the money, so he's still searching. Story abruptly ends there. I bring this note up because I wanted to talk specifically about the place at Universal City Walk that Steve mentions. Which one? The monster store or whatever that has that has all the toys and collectibles. Sure. 
I assume I was expecting you to be more enthusiastic. <laughs> I'd be like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Anyway, that's not there. I've anymore. only really been to City Walk. They like, got rid of it. Uh, they, they, they. Uh, I've maybe been there like and made a bigger ten times in fifteen years. I don't like it. They made a bigger like tchotchke shop for Universal shit and got rid of that. Whoops. That's all of Jesse's notes. He wrote a little something here at the end that I'm going to read for the first time now. I counted 17 laugh claps total in the episode. I think that Owen should install a clapper on one of the apartment's loud kitchen appliances, like a blender, to see whether or not Steve does the rational mental math that someone's fucking with him. (laughs) Or that a ghost thinks that whatever he's laughing at is funny, too. That's really good. I want to add... The only reason that wouldn't work is because there's... It's not only when the podcasts are going that loud noises happen. <laughs> Often. Well, I don't... I don't totally know how a clapper works, but can you turn it off and on? Yeah. There's got to be a switch on it. Why don't Let's more people have that. clappers? It seems like a pretty cool idea. I don't know. It feels like more of a joke than a functional item at this it point. It does seem like a joke, but like you're laying in bed... Or you don't want to flip the light off and then go to bed, you know? Or when you're in bed and some girl asks you to take dirty pictures of yourself, but you're like, oh, the light's off. But if I could just clap and turn it on in the middle of the night, I could get the shot. I've never once in my life ever wanted a clapper, but hearing you talk about it makes me want one. (laughs) makes me wonder why I don't already have one. Right? I'm not even kidding. Like, in my office, I have to go manually turn on the lamps that are on the other side of the room. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? The clapper is not only affordable, but it's so, like, lame that everyone hates it that it's super, like, cheap. You could probably get, like, a dozen for the office. Maybe maybe it doesn't work at all. We don't know. What if it's, like, out of print? Like, they don't make the clapper anymore. I bet you could get it at the 99-cent store. All right. I'm going to look into it. Let's get to tweets. From the at Talking Banter No G Twitter account. Uh, the first one is from Felicia. And she says, this is in reference to the last episode that you weren't on. She says, hold up. You're willing to believe God is an alien with the ability to limit space exploration, but ghosts? Nah. And I responded to her on Twitter, that's correct. But <laughs> I wanted to expound a little bit because it's true. <laughs> It's like thinking about the possibility that there's aliens out there that created this universe and also created it so that we can't escape it. But mm-hmm. being like life after death is ridiculous. Uh, you're saying is funny. Yeah, you're saying like you're not saying that like a creator as like a god. I mean, maybe, but it's almost more like an ant farm. I just think like that they've got us other... in a little ant farm, knowing we like we can't go anywhere, but they can like. But what do you do with an ant farm? You watch it and wait for them to die? I guess. Or wait long enough till they build their way out of the ant farm. (laughs) They never do. They never do. That's the thing. But no one's ever watched an ant farm for an eternity. You know my thing with ghosts? What's your thing with ghosts? Other than all the stupid stuff? The planet's never in the same spot. It's whizzing through space. And the galaxy's rotating. And the universe, like, there's we're never in the same place. Why would a, the... Pl- As the ghost? Yeah, like, oh, this house is haunted. 
That house is like that's an interesting. That house idea. is whizzing through if space like, at thousands of miles an hour. It would be an interesting story point if you were writing a like ghost TV show or whatever mm. that a house is haunted like every October, right? When the you know, and, and but I don't on, think on even this day. And I don't think even every year, October, like day. even though you come back around, and you're in the same position in accordance with the sun at that particular mm-hmm. date in October, where the galaxy is shifted. You know, like we're not even in the same place in space that was last October. Like the whole thing's moving on top of that. So you're saying there's no ghosts, but there are aliens. Yep. Well, not aliens who've come here. Right. If they ever did, they would have. If in like all of time, if they were gonna do it, they would have done it. They would have done it, and they would have showed up. And for hundreds of millions of years, it was dinosaurs, and they probably showed up and were like, uh. It's fucking monster planet. Let's never go back there. Well, I constantly think about the idea of we can only think in life and death. Mm-hmm. Everything we have, every you know, like piece of paper, or whatever, will eventually be gone. Mm-hmm. And everyone dies, and everything dies. But if we didn't have that mentality, meaning like if there's aliens that don't think on those the terms of life and death doesn't even exist yeah then we would be a very young species to them yeah ant farm yeah so we could have a long way to go i think so i hope so so only but in another four billion the earth's gone swallowed by the sun expanding okay next question <laughs> jack weedner uh asks joss Whedon not about extraterrestrial josh whedon is asking how does Owen feel about the broken glass? You didn't get a chance to talk about this because you weren't here last week, so I wanted to give you this question in case you had any thoughts. I mean, it was funny when it was scary, but my first did thought... Did you sleep through it or did you get up? I did sleep through it. Okay. But Steve didn't really hear it either. I told him, like, he should have woke me up and he was like, I didn't really hear it. I just heard the tinkling glass after that. But maybe, like, the crash woke him up but he didn't, like, hear it. Are you spooked at all, or was it just an inconvenience? Yeah, it was inconvenient for him. It was fine for me. <laughs> Did you hang the Macho Man Randy Savage picture up yet? No, it's still right over there on the table. <laughs> Shit. All right, next question. Tommaso asks, hey, boys, have you decided when the live podcast will be? I want to watch that finale. Now, they tweeted this to... Oh, they didn't tweet it to Talking Banter. This must have been my Twitter. Whatever, I pulled the question. Are we doing it Saturday night? That's what People it, will hear this tomorrow. I know, right? It seems like it. Okay, it seems like Saturday night. Watch for an official tweet hmm. from the First Time Show Twitter account. What's that? But if you're not listening to First Time Show, we're going to do a live version of it Saturday night on Steve's YouTube channel, so tune into that. That's a podcast Please, where we're rewatching you. Lost two episodes a week until we die. Doesn't that sound great? Go listen to it. Uh, no emails and no fanfic this week because we didn't get any emails or any fanfic this week. <laughs> I just want to remind you guys of the, the email address. It's talkinbanter <laughs> at gmail.com talking no g and if that's confusing go to talkinbanter.com no g you can ask us anything stuff you can ask us anything it feels like people of you have decided upon twitter 
for their question asking method. Mm-hmm. But we get emails just about thoughts. If your thoughts extend 140 characters, email. Right. You know, if you need to know how drafts work. Listen to first time show. And I get it with the emails and the Twitter. Because I'm not the type to email the shows when they say, like, hit us up, ask us questions. I never do. So you're not blaming anyone? No. But I don't know why I never do. Because it's fun. I like hearing emails on podcasts and things. Nothing wrong with it. There's always... It's that point is you decide if you want to hear more. It makes... Or you can move on I'd to say, another podcast I'd, at that wait, point. I like I'm that it gives a it good up. out. Okay. E- emails make it better. For sure. Having an audience feedback part of a podcast, always more interesting. I agree. Was there more to that? Is there a counterpoint? <laughs> no, just thought about it since we do podcasts. It occurred to me one day. Well, that's our show. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. I'm so glad you're back this week. Yeah, I'm. it was really fun. It's not the same without you. <laughs> no, it was definitely better. Uh... We'll have Chris back. We'll get Sam on here. You and Chris got to do the. I think it has to happen. The haunted, the haunted tour. No, oh, that's good too. But no, I meant the Jack and Jill episode. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck yeah, we'll do that. Uh, you had time to watch the Pacifier, but you didn't have time to watch Jack and Jill. <laughs> that's right. I think that also upset him. Uh, we'll get that on the books, but I don't want to say when we'll do it yet because I don't want to promise something and then not pay it off. That's dynamic banter's thing. I don't want to take their shtick. <laughs> no, we're uh, here to honor their shtick. That's right. All right. Thanks for listening. Lights out. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>